Welcome back to the Yes Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. I apologize for anyone who may have been on one of the other three tries we did today. This is our fourth try. Um, we did not get, we kept using our internet connection. So we're now just videotaping this, and then we'll throw it up on Facebook. I don't know what the story is. We pay extra for the super duper fast speed internet and we get worse and worse service. So typically when it rains out, we have lousy internet connection, but it's a beautiful day out here in Burlington, Connecticut. So I have no idea what the problem is. So yes, it is my birthday today. I am 61 years young and people are always interested in what I do. Hey, what do you do for workouts? What do you eat? And all those kind of things. So I thought what I would do today is I would go through different areas in the longevity bank, things that you can do to help you help your chances to live longer and to live a better life and see the changes that I've made in my life that um, I hope will help me live a longer life. So the first thing I'm going to do, and I apologize if it shakes a little bit because our table shakes, that means the whole camera shakes. It's not me shaking. I don't have Parkinson's. It is the camera that's shaking. So the first area I want to talk about is sleep. As a child, I used to go to bed at 7.30 at night. It was still light out. My friends were outside playing. So I've always hated going to bed. Never enjoyed going to bed. I don't like to go to bed. I don't like to sleep. But I do know and understand the importance of sleep. So I've had to make some changes in my life. And changes that I've chose to do. So first thing I want to do is I'm going to go through some of the dangers of lack of sleep. So you have a lack of alertness if you're not getting enough sleep. You may have impaired memory. You will have relationships that are stressful because you're cranky. Your quality of life will suffer. You have a greater likelihood for a car accident. You'll be more vulnerable to dementia. You see, when you're sleeping, your your body needs to clear out amyloid. Amyloid is a protein that's been associated with dementia and Alzheimer's. So you you need enough sleep to get that cleared out. You are more likely to die of a heart attack. You're less able to fend off sickness with a strong immune system. You are more likely to get cancer or have a heart attack. Your genes will be disordered. There will be disruption in the creation of sex hormones like estrogen and testosterone. We see commercials all the time about males needing more testosterone. Hey, just go to bed and get a good night's sleep consistently and your body will create more testosterone. You just have a general increased risk for deaths. So the National Sleep Foundation have said for adults that are age 26 to 64 that you should get seven to nine hours of sleep. I am a seven hours of sleep type person. If I go to bed my normal time, I'll wake up seven hours later. The only time I won't sleep seven hours is if I go to bed very late. I will still wake up at my normal hour and I will be groggy and tired and cranky all day long. So the first thing that I did was I need to make sure that I create a routine. So I go to bed about the same time all the time unless I have a function to go to. I try to get to bed at the same time every night and I wake up at the same time every night every morning pardon me now this kind of you know my wife says what are you doing getting up at five o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning 
Well, I'm awake. That's why my body's up and that's why my body's awake. I'm not just going to lay around and get that crappy sleep. Fall back to sleep because I'm just going to feel tired. I'm going to feel groggy all day long. So I have a routine now. My bedroom is cool, somewhere between 60 and 67 degrees. It is dark. There are no lights. Cell phones are away. There's just a little light on my clock radio from 30 years ago. But it doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or form. I don't see that light. I do wear my blue light glasses. If somebody could get my blue light glasses for me. So we had to move the set around here a little bit today. And I just wanted to show you my blue light glasses. My blue light glasses. I put these glasses on two hours before I go to bed. Maybe I'm not going to get my blue light glasses. And I put them on. Just clip them onto my glasses. I apologize. I don't have them here for, to demonstrate for you. And I noticed right away that I would go to sleep better. I would fall asleep better by doing this. It helps. If you have this light, these screens, television, all these bright lights on, before you go to bed, it stops the, the body's process of creating melatonin. And melatonin helps you fall asleep. I make sure I don't have any caffeine. I don't typically drink alcohol before I go to bed. And I don't want to drink a whole lot of liquids because I don't want to be get up at night going to the bathroom. And there are times where I will take 5 milligrams of melatonin just to help assure that I do fall asleep. So those are all the changes that I've chose to make to help improve my sleep habits. Because I know the importance of getting enough sleep. The next area we want to talk about is exercise. Yes, I'm a coach. I've exercised my whole life. I love exercise and I enjoy it. Most people don't, but I do enjoy exercise. With the standards out there right now that are set by the Center for Disease Control, they recommend that adults should have a range of 150 minutes of weekly moderate intensity aerobic activity or 75 minutes of vigorous intensity aerobic activity. For additional or more extensive health benefits, adults should increase their physical activity to 300 minutes. That's an hour a day for five days of moderate intensity activity. Or 150 minutes of vigorous intensity activity or the equivalent or combination of moderate and intense activities. So a good rule of thumb is that one minute of vigorous activity equals to about two minutes of moderate intensity activity. It is also recommended that we do some muscle strength training activities and it should involve all the major muscle groups two or more times per week. So what have I chosen to do? And this is a pattern I've had most of my life, but I'm going to continue this as I, as I grow older. I lift a minimum of twice a week, sometimes three times a week, especially as I'm preparing for this race, the master's race in May. Through the winter months, I tried to lift three times a week. I'm always progressively overloading because I want to make sure that I can build, continue to build muscle mass because muscle knows no age. You can continue to build muscle mass all the way up into your 90s. I want to stay strong. I want to get all the benefits of exercise so that I can enjoy life as I age. I don't want to just live older. I just want to live longer. I want to be able to enjoy those extra years. So strength training is a huge part of that. For cardio, for lack of a better term, cardio, we like to call it energy system training. Because of the race, my training is a little bit different than I would normally do. But for right now, I do three 30 to 40 minutes interval trainings, high intensity intervals, three or four times a week, pardon me, three times a week for 30 to 40 minutes. And then I do one 60 minute steady state recovery session. So I get out there and I just go for an hour 
easy about 60 65% of my heart rate max just to get some recovery in there so I'm pretty close to that um, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely at the 150 minutes but I'm kind of close um, pardon me I'm definitely at the 75 minutes and I'm kind of close to the 150 minutes of intense activity I always foam roll make sure I get my recovery do my stretching I use a massager on any kind of tight knots because I want to be able to continue to move well I want to be able to get up and down off the ground I want to be able to get up out of the chair and not be all stiff so those are all important things that I do in my my exercise routine so I want to get the benefits of exercise so when you exercise it turns on the sirtuin pathways so why is this important sirtuin pathways if you want to think of it, it's like the White House. When there's a real problem, it, everybody hunkers down into the White House and then they send out the Army, the Navy, whatever, the Marines, whatever it might take that needs to be taken care of the problem in your body. And this is what the sirtuin pathways do. They're kind of like uh, our little armies that go out. It tells the body to hunker down underneath, under stress, and go take care of the problems. So to take care of those problems, your body wants to have some Reservatrol. We've talked about this before. So Reservatrol is like the gas pedal, and MNN is like the gas to become NAD, or nicotinamide adenosine dinucleotide. Big words. All it means is NAD is super important. It helps regulate gene expression and boost your sirtuin pathways. And all of this occurs in the mitochondria. And the mitochondria are the powerhouse of our cells. And so mitochondrial dysfunction, when those mitochondria are not functioning well, it is one of the nine hallmarks of aging. So we want to try to stay away from that. We don't want to have mitochondrial dysfunction. So we want to increase the amount of mitochondria, mitochondria that we can get. And we want to keep them strong. I'm a little flustered from my technology problems before. So, mitochondria is super important to aging, the aging process. Exercise helps increase mitochondria and makes them stronger. So, regular, both regular exercise, well, it's aerobic, and especially if it's high intensity interval training and resistant training, both boost mitochondria and they increase the enzymes to make NAD. There are times that I will supplement to improve my NAD. So sometimes I will take NR, which is nicotinamide ribosome, or NMN, which is nicotinamide mononucleotide. Both help with the production of NAD. I do generally take Reservatrol as a supplement, not because it's an antioxidant. Reservatrol is not a good antioxidant. Reservatrol has been shown to reverse aging in mice. It acts like the gas pedal to increase NAD and improve our mitochondria. So those are all the benefits of exercise. That's why I exercise as much as I can. It activates two of the three universal regulators of, of aging. AMPK, adenosine, monophosphate, activated protein kinase, which we'll talk about a little bit more in a minute, and the sirtuin pathways. So two of the three things that help regulate aging are activated because of exercise. It also addresses all nine hallmarks of aging. Geometric instability, telomere attrition, epigenetic alterations, loss of proteosasis, deregulated nutrient sensing, mitochondrial dysfunction, cellular senescing, stem cell exhaustion, and 
altered intracellular communication. All nine things are addressed because you exercise. That's why exercise is so important. And that's why I really try to really, really never miss a workout. The next area that I've tried to address with some changes in my life is stress. Research shows that the negative effects of stress on telomere length. And telomere attrition, like I just said, is one of the nine hallmarks of aging. So what happens is I used to dwell on problems and let stressful situations just weigh on my shoulders all the time. I don't anymore. I try to stay in the moment. I become very aware of when I have stress in my life. And I try to do some deep breathing. I try to just get into the moment and have a plan to take care of that stress so that I don't dwell on it anymore. Because the dwelling will have a negative effect on telomere length. And this isn't stress, just general stress at work. You gotta produce and get this done and that done. That's just more worrying type of stress, almost like a, a caregiver type stress. So that's an area in my life that I have worked on and I believe that I've really overcome. So, because you gotta have that awareness when stress is there. Another area, huge changes in my life that I've made is nutrition. Listen, when I was in my 20s, my early 20s, I lived on Burger King and McDonald's, just like most kids did, right? But that has changed over years. And my nutrition is to address the nine hallmarks of aging, but also activate the third of the universal regulators of aging. So exercise it, address the first two. My nutrition is going to get the last one. So what I have done is I have basically taken... 15 or, or half of my meals right now are now plant-based meals and the other half are not plant-based meals so I have a plant-based breakfast five days a week my first snack of the day is plant-based my lunch is plant-based and t sometimes my afternoon snack is also plant-based so why would I want to be plant-based still make sure I get enough protein because I have animal-based protein later in the day but this part of the day I have plant-based protein because we don't want to activate mTOR. I've talked about this a few times now. mTOR is mammalian targeted target of rapamycin. What that does is that speeds up or activates muscle growth and cellular growth and deregulates cellular sensing. So we don't want to speed that stuff up. This has been shown to accelerate the aging process. We're trying not to age. So when you eat these animal-based proteins, you activate mTOR, which speeds up aging. So that's why I'm trying to not do that. Eating meat, especially red meat in particular, when digested, produces a byproduct in our gut, a molecule called TMAO, which has been linked to heart disease and Alzheimer's and stroke. So again, we don't want to be eating red meat that often. Do I have red meat? Absolutely. But I don't want to have it that often. So that's one of the major changes that I've had now. I've slowly gotten to more of a plant-based diet in part of my days, part of my meals. I'm about, I'm going to probably aim for about 65% of my meals being plant-based. Another change that I just made recently, probably in the last, last month and a half, is that I've gone to some intermittent fasting. I do which would be called the 16-8. So I have dinner on Monday night, and then I don't eat again until lunch on Tuesday. That gives me about 16 hours or so without eating. I do this every Tuesday and Thursday morning. I want to make sure that the body gets hungry. When the body gets hungry, it hunkers down and says, you know what? We need to conserve. It almost it activates. It activates AMPK or adenosine 
monophosphate activated protein kinase, which I mentioned a few minutes ago, which is one of the universal regulators of aging. It's an enzyme that plays a role in cellular energy homeostasis. It's largely to activate glucose and fatty acid uptake and oxidation of cellular energy. So this happens when your cellular energy is low. Levels of AMPK high are higher during periods of fasting and caloric restriction, which help regulate your metabolism. So we want AMPK to be out there. So when that happens, it regulates your metabolism, and it happens more often when you're fasting or have some kind of caloric restriction. So in a 2017 study published in Cellular Metabolism, they linked AMPK with longevity and lifespan. And it can be manipulated by controlling caloric intake, and it gets activated through fasting. So that's one reason why I'm fasting now. So I get a little bit more plant-based diet, I do some fasting, tightening up my nutrition. I do have a little bit of chocolate, dark chocolate, just about every day, because I grew up with cookies and cakes, always having dessert, a couple of cookies at lunchtime, dessert at night. So I always have a little bit of a sweet tooth, and this little bit of chocolate, dark chocolate, helps with that. And chocolate has heart health benefits. It can help with weight loss, actually. It can fight out adult onset diabetes. It protects the skin, can lower stress levels, reduce coughing, boost intelligence. I need a lot of that. It helps with mood swings, stress reduction. All the benefits of having a little bit of chocolate, it increases NR, which in turn increases NAD, which we just talked about. So that's why I have a little bit of chocolate just about every day. Those are the kind of things that I've done so far, and there are times where I will supplement with a multivitamin. Not all the time. Sometimes I forget, sometimes I run out, but I do like to supplement with a multivitamin. A very important area, relationships. Super important. I don't think it's an area that I have problems with, but it is something that we want to be concerned with as we get older, especially when we leave the workforce and we don't have those relationships. I get plenty of talking all day long down here at the coaching center, so relationships are not an area I necessarily need to work on. If anything, I need to work on maybe family relationships, talking with my daughters a little bit more because they are do live out of town, but relationships seem to be pretty much under control. So those are the things that I've done so far, okay? And just changes I've made in my life. There's no sacrifice. Sac life's made, life is made up of choices. And these are choices that I've made. These are things that I want to do. I've tried to improve my, my sleep habits. I've already had good exercise habits, but I want to maintain those exercise habits. And those are the things that I aim for when I do them. Um, stress, something that I definitely worked on. And my nutrition, which is probably one of the most difficult areas for anyone to work on because... We, we're, we eat a certain way. We've been eating a certain way for a long, long time. And relationships. So a couple ideas of what I'm doing going forward with this, okay? Since sleep is so important and technology is coming along, I am saving my pennies to, to purchase an Aura ring. It's a little ring. It's really not that expensive. It only costs about $299. And without going into a rabbit hole with the Aura does it basically will monitor my sleep and recovery so I can make lifestyle adjustments to maximize my important aspects of well-being so that's pretty much what it does you can check it out it's O-U-R-A check it out online get one for $2.99 I'm going to get one and when I do I'll wear it for a little while I'll report back to you and see what it's like and see if it's helping me or not it's a pretty cool little device um, it is backed by some of the top researchers 
in the longevity industry that I follow, so I thought I'd give it a shot. And then after the ring purchase, I'm going to start saving up for a sauna to put in my house. Yeah, sauna. So as mentioned in a recent broadcast, sauna bath research from the Kipio Ischemic Heart Disease Risk Factor Study. It shows that sauna users were 40% likely to die from all causes of premature death. Helps with aging of the heart and the brain. It, it activates the body as if you were almost exercising. It activates heat shock proteins. Uh, it activates and regulates FOXO3. Um, it will activate uh, interleukin-6, which is an anti-inflammatory, pro-anti-inflammatory cytokine, and interleukin-10, which is an anti-inflammatory cytokine, so it helps protect body's inflammation. Um, it helps activate NRF2, which it protects against oxidative stress. We know stretch is not good for us and chronic inflammation, so I'm really looking to try to put a, um, a sauna in my house. They're not cheap. Uh, I'd rather not get infrared because infrared you need to stay in for about an hour, I believe. So I'm going to look more in the other style saunas. But we'll see as we go along. But those are all the things that I'm, those are two couple things that are next on my list to try to make changes in my life. So again, to help me have a chance to live a longer, healthier life. So I'd be very interested to hear the changes that other people have made. And if anybody has any questions, certainly always welcome to contact me. I'd be more than happy to go over some of the things that I have done or that I think you may be able to do in your life to help you live a little bit longer, help you to be able to enjoy those extra years. And hopefully next week we won't have the same technology issues that we've had today. I will be getting on a call to podcast as soon as I'm done with this. So um, I'm sure to go home, have a happy birthday with my family. I've already had a little bit of chocolate cake, and I plan on having more chocolate cake this evening. And despite that, not being part of my regiment for nutrition, I'm going to enjoy myself, which I encourage everyone to enjoy themselves in life. We only live once. We need to enjoy ourselves. So that's it. Thanks for taking the time to listen to me today. I hope I've given you a little bit of insight on what I do and what changes that I've made. And look for more insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and lever, live better from me down here at Yes Fitness next Tuesday at 3.30. Thanks, and have a great evening.